Hey there, this is the Multi-Geek Show, and this is our October cast. Um, this is going to be part one of five uh, for this year. It's 2009. But before we get into uh, all that we're going to talk about for the October cast, we've actually um, we've gotten the help of a very special guest host, and the guest host is going to be commentating, so uh, we'll leave it to them. So go ahead, guest host, take it away. Okay, everybody, hello. I am the Chupacabra. I am going to be your co-host for this show. So the multi-geeks are going to take over, but in the meantime, enjoy all the things they are talking about. Oh, but wait, one more thing. I uh, I lost a picture of my girlfriend in the studio when I was in there, and uh, so if you find it, I really like it back. You'll know it when you see it. She looks kind of like uh, Tom Selleck. Uh, not really the wistful, carefree Tom Selleck of Magnum P.I., but more the uh, dignified, stoic Tom Selleck from, uh, like, a Quigley Down Under. But seriously, it's a color copy of a Polaroid, so it means a lot to me. So, anyway, back to the multi-nerds. So, thank you very much, Chupacabra. Um, so, Jason, why are we doing an October cast? Why is this something that we want to do? Tis the season for spookiness, Tim. It is. And, uh, okay, everyone, if you're listening, uh, my favorite holiday season is right there when Thanksgiving is upon us and it ends <laughs> and goes through till Christmas. Jason's favorite holiday season is actually October up through Halloween. And yeah. he is a spooky fellow. That's true. He does. He loves the, the spooky decorations. He leaves them up all year round in his room. He loves pumpkins and, uh, Skull candles and all things spooky, and so. Um, we but if you're if you're trying to picture me, don't picture like a gothic kid or anything, because it's far from it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're not a, a goth kid. No. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that's not me. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. In any event, we are doing an October cast because Jason and I were talking, and we were thinking that as this is his favorite season, a lot of the things he wanted to talk about. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, that'd be good, that'd be good. But then we didn't want our regular proper show to be so full with spooky or Halloweeny kind of stuff that it would be like, um, just different, so different that it would be almost like a different show. So we thought, well, why don't we make it different, so different, so that it'll be like another show? And we thought, let's do some October casts. So we're gonna do five of these. Um, so this is show one. Have you ever heard of a plague doctor, Tim? I have not. No? Nope. Neither had I. I'm very surprised by this. There, There's a doctor for... Well, I guess because I I mean, I haven't been ever a part of a plague. Yeah. But I, it's been a while. Well, this was around the 1350s. So it was long, long ago. That was the... Uh, would that be technically considered medieval times? Like the Dark Ages? The 1300s? I'm not sure. Uh, sure, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so they were they were usually just citizens. They weren't actually doctors because the doctors fled. This was a this oh. was during the Black Plague. Okay. The doctors knew that you know 
once somebody had the plague, there's pretty much no hope for them. So they just, they left. They said, so okay. So these were the citizens thinking they could maybe cure or help these people. Okay. So they wore um, a wide-brimmed hat that is like the kind of hat that doctors wore during the time. Okay. Um, they also wore a primitive gas mask that was shaped like a bird's beak. What? If you can see in this picture here. I know the listeners can't see, but... Well, we'll post it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, wow, it's spy versus spy. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think that's that's where, that had to be where they got the idea for that character design? Because that is it. It looks like spy versus spy. Yes. Wow. But, um... <sighs> what a so creepy... So you've seen them in that design, but imagine this as a person, like a person wearing this stuff. Um... Let me get back. Yeah, so it's less cartoonish. Uh, like, Spy versus Spy oh, is obviously... more serious. Yeah, it's creepy. definitely... So what else? I mean, so these guys have... A, now, when you say a primitive gas mask, what what is that? Well, how, how Is it just really just like some kind of paper mache that they made out of, like, hot mud and iron shavings <laughs> from blacksmithing? <laughs> I don't think it says what uh, what it's made of, but it was... The beak was filled with um, herbs and spices to overpower the... Uh, the air of the plague around them oh so it's not really it is it wasn't necessarily a an apparatus to try to get them to not get sick it was so that they could walk without possibly vomiting or yeah I yeah guess so. oh, wow the eye pieces had um red tinted glass in them because they believed that um it was it was uh it made them impervious to evil really yeah I wonder how that worked out reason, for all the dead plague doctors. <laughs> the reason um, the mask was shaped like a bird is because they um, they thought that at that time they thought the plague was being spread by birds, and so they thought that the plague would leave the patient and like attach itself to the mask because oh. it like a bird. Well, I mean that's science. These are primitive times. <laughs> um, they also wore a, a black overcoat just. Pretty much just everything else is just to cover every part of their skin. They wore gloves, um, so it, none of their skin was... Um, like, just exposed. Exposed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was no way to get the plague from they contact wore, of, uh, like, the epidermis. Yeah, um, leather breeches, like fisherman boots, I guess. Yeah, I've always loved breeches, because it's like, yeah. I always want to say, breeches! See? Put on your breeches! <laughs> Ooh, leather breeches. I don't know if that's the same word. I think I, I think know. it's a different word, but perhaps breeches. Um, they also had a, a wooden cane, and that was to dir- direct the symphony of <laughs> <laughs> birds and germs. <laughs> this could be a Tim Burton musical. It could actually. Um, Mister <laughs> McPlague's conductor. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a really bad improvisational name. I'll come up with one later. <laughs> okay. Mr. McPlague's conductor should have me banned from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Well anyway, so um it was to direct family members to move the patient or other other individuals nearby to examine the the patient. Wow. So it's pretty crazy and serious stuff. Yeah. I wonder if I'm there just, are... I don't know how I've never heard of this before. And are there any other... Okay, this is a picture of... This is obviously a drawing because of the time period. Yeah. Do you have... Has anyone made this more popular? 
like I, I've has anyone dressed on, like this? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I've searched on Flickr and like people dress up in costumes and stuff as plague doctors, which I would like to do. That's really cool to me. But um, now, how did you find this? Um, did you just stumble upon this? Yeah, I was I was searching on on DeviantArt for Halloween images. Uh huh. Because I wanted to get a new wallpaper for my phone, and um, I saw this flash animation, and it was a, a little mini guy that looked like a plague doctor, right? In the in the animation, and you know I didn't think anything of that. I thought you know it was just their own design for a character. But then I read in the comments, or it was either the artist comment or somebody below commented mentioning a plague doctor, and so I looked into it, and it that was exactly what it was. What I'm wondering is why no one has ever made this into an iconic horror character. That is exactly what I am also wondering. So there it, we just did it. It's amazing to me that no one has done that. It looks like a... It I is. mean, it's reminiscent of like a, a Candyman or a Jeepers Creepers in the way that they look. The garb is the, the trench coat and things like that. But you could do so many cool things. Yeah. And a cool mythos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. We should. For one of the October casts, I mean, we maybe should come this, up with that. Maybe... <laughs> Like, maybe this character in the movie would spread the plague. See? I mean, okay. Seriously? For one of the October casts, maybe the last one so we have time to work on it? Uh-huh. That would be cool. What? I don't know. We'll come up with something that okay. does that. Okay. I don't know whether it'll be a fake... Something that actually spreads the plague? Yes. You want to start that over again? Yes, I do. Okay. Let's I want to... Let's just kick that up. Right now, <laughs> right. there are 1,700 government agents who are listening to this live feed... <laughs> They're going to bust through. They're going to kick me in the chin. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to black bag my head and take me out of here for just saying that. Well, at least it's not me. No. <laughs> <laughs> there I you didn't go. say it. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Well, no, but by the end of this month, it, the final or one of the last October casts, what we'll do is, um, I keep wanting to call it Oktoberfest, by the way, <laughs> uh, I, I, we'll, we'll do something, whether it's a fake movie trailer, just the audio, or like... Oh, you know, it'd be great. Hmm. An old style Grimm's fairy tale, maybe like a nursery rhyme, like a poem. Uh-huh. That would be kind of yeah. like that would be kind of neat. Hmm. And we could talk about it like an urban legend, like make a campfire story, yeah. make like a fakey kind of campfire story, uh-huh. like who stole my golden arm? You know, <laughs> yeah. Except we'll make it about the plague doctor. That'd be cool. Maybe a, a cool song, like you know how there's one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Uh-huh. We'll do something with the plague doctor. I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. Yeah, no, you definitely have it's an infatuation. So, it's so amazing to me. And it's been around for so long, and I had no idea. Yeah, it's I, it just I, shows, I, too. I don't understand it. It shows, too, how... how it, well, what interests me is that it's been around for so long, and... It's such a cool design, too. Well, right, and that's what, what I'm so getting I'm so amazed at. no one has used this yet. Well, and that's... The, <laughs> the point I'm making is that... I think they need to stop right now, halt all these remakes, especially the Nightmare on Elm Street one. And work on this. And make something cool about it. Yeah. See, and they could do something where it's like, there's a plague doctor, and then you could work in a whole mythos. Like, in the same way that the universal monsters have, like, their own universe, Mm -hmm. pick some other things that haven't been used before and make them exist 
in the same universe. I'm a big fan of that, like building universes that have things exist. Like when they mm-hmm. when Dark Horse, Dark Horse crossed over and did Aliens, Predator, and like made them work in the same universe. Yeah, yeah. You could do some cool stuff with that. Yeah. But what I was saying is the point I was going to say is that <clears throat> this was a design that was born out of necessity. They mm-hmm. made it like that because they thought, okay, well, we're going to do. It. I mean, it was serious business to them. Yeah, it's saying that um, this was considered a early form of a hazmat suit. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, well, okay. <clears throat> Think about this now, though. Years and years, centuries later, we're looking at this design that was deadly serious to them. We're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome if, and I don't think that's disrespectful, but what I'm saying is, is it's interesting that that's how our society works. I mean, that's like legends and scary stories and things mm. go reach back to things that were actually horrifying right, right. and kind of repurpose them for today and you know make them a new mythos mm-hmm. i think that's kind of cool yeah so let's do that by the end of the month so you heard it here this is our recorded commitment oh yeah okay so that's very cool so a plague doctor yeah excellent it's amazing to me are we the only ones that didn't know about this i think i think so <laughs> there are hundreds there are scads there are scores of pictures on the on the internet of people in actual plague doctor suits that they've built yeah. but see that's kind of, I think, that's the nature of our show, though. The nature of our show is about discovery and sharing. It's not about, like, what's the latest news? What's the hottest buzz? What are we going to talk about? What happened today that we can talk about? It's like, I love the the art of discovery. And that's always, mm-hmm. the, that's always the vibe I want to give off from this show. We're, we might cover things that are, in this case, centuries old. Where we might cover things that are weeks old, months old. It doesn't have to be new. Because somewhere, there's someone out there who this is the first time they're experiencing it. And if it's stuff that we love, I love allowing someone else to experience it. So I'm not ever worried about scooping or making it the hottest news or anything. So you might tune into our show and say, well, they must be, uh, they, 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 they must be talking about this show or this thing, you know, et cetera. Well, we might not be, but we're going to be talking about things that interest us, things that we're... Um, you know, either we love or we don't love, but join us in that and know that, you know, we, we might find things that everyone else knows about, but I love that, <clears throat> you know, yeah. living life as an act of discovery. So, okay. Redemption. This is the title for the Tim Burton musical. All right. It's Tavern Wicker Whistles Infectious and Avian Orchestra led by certified <laughs> play doctor Tavern Wicker Whistle himself. <laughs> There you go. That's better than whatever awful thing I said off the cuff before. You know what, too? I retract the fact that that is a Tim Burton thing. We are going to either make a Photoshop picture or something. I'm kind of on the air thinking for each one of these October casts that we do, mm-hmm. perhaps we might not do it with this one, but from here on out, maybe we come up with some kind of a new um, piece of october something or other. Because we're always talking about how we want things to be new and original. Hmm. Well, this is our chance. All right. So maybe we'll do either like a, a Photoshop picture or like a fake, um, like a, an orchestra poster hmm. that we could kind of Photoshop together and make that, you know? Yeah. And that would be fun. Sure. So yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So okay. it's not Tim Burton's. It's the multi-geeks. Ziz. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and check in with our co-host. These guys are the biggest nerds in all of the history.
Oh, wait, hold on. My producer's giving me the stink eye. What are you saying over there? Oh, geek. I'm sorry. What's the, what's the difference to even nerd and a geek? Oh, a big difference, you said. All right, whatever. Um, in any event, I remember there was this time in about the 1300s when I was really hungry. And I ate so much. Man, that was like the record for the most provolone cheese I have ever had. Oh, and don't forget, you can uh, listen to what these multi-geeks have to say on the Twitter. Uh, you just go to twitter.com, and then you forward slash, and then type in the word multi-geek. So, uh, back to them. Thank you very much, Chupacabra. So now, uh, we're going to have a, a little soda taste test. Okay. What kind of soda are we tasting? Is it actually a test? It's a test, because I don't think I've ever had it before. Okay. What kind of soda is it? It's the Jones soda. Yeah? They're the spooky-themed sodas. So that's cool. They, they, we, we actually uh, we reviewed that, uh, that company when we did the last episode, because we talked about their Dungeons & Dragons-flavored soda. Yeah. Same company, right? Yes. So we're not doing Dungeons & Dragons, though. We're doing spooky, because it's the October cast. Yeah, they're like Halloween-themed. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So what are we drinking over there? Well, let's see here. There's a candy corn flavor. And that has a wolf man on it. Yeah. And these are little mini cans. <clears throat> and the can itself... Yeah, they are um, eight ounces. Okay. And each can has the face uh, printed on it of the different monsters mm-hmm. that uh, are considered, I guess, the most popular. You've got mm-hmm. a wolf man, which is candy corn. Yep. This is called a buried pomegranate. Buried pomegranate? Yeah. And it is Dracula. Right. Okay. Lemon drop dead. Uh, I see what That's a mummy. There. That's a mummy. Yeah. I like that hey. the mummy has two teeth coming out of its bandages. Yeah. That's very good. And spookiwi. Spookiwi. Those all sound really good. I was actually expecting like really nasty flavors yeah. when you told me we were going to do That's uh, Frankenstein's taste. monster on that one. Okay. All right. So, um, how do you want to do the taste test? I was thinking maybe we say which one we're going to do. Yeah. Pause the show. Taste it. And then just kick it right back up with response. Sure. Okay. So that, well, I mean, maybe we can open one. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. All right. So let's do one on air and see how that works. Because maybe we can do that. Which one do you want me to taste first? Uh, we'll do the the vampire, the pomegranate one. All right. First. Yes, that was actually me rubbing my hands together. I'm actually pretty hungry. And so I'm hoping that these sodas <laughs> fill me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I have in my hand the. Buried pomegranate, and that's yeah. buried B U R I E D, mm-hmm. and it's a creepy treat by the folks at Jones. <laughs> Ready, steady. Yep. Okay. Oh, that was a mic bump. Did you want to pause it while we did? Now nah, let's go for it. Okay. That's very flavorful. Yes. That's very good. I like that a lot. It almost tastes like a um, a subdued fruit punch without a lot of carbonation. Mm-hmm. This is actually, this would go absolutely immaculately with Taco Bell. Oh, because yeah? When I go to Taco Bell, I get the fruit punch. Oh. I'm not playing around with any kind of soda uh-huh. because it fills me up. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but the carbonation, the bubbles, but the fruit punch, the, the oh, man alive, it is so good. <laughs> and it just goes perfectly with 
and I would kill a man for some Taco Bell right now. I just <laughs> talked myself into that. But this would go flawlessly with that. Okay. Because it's the perfect it's not super carbonated. <clears throat> yeah, this is the one I always buy. I like this one. They have this just alone, like in six packs, or do you have to No, they come in four packs. Oh, and you can get it or is it a four pack that is available in each flavor or is it only Yeah, they're each they're each flavor. Oh wow. Mm. I like this. So for the first one. Doesn't really taste like pomegranate, though. I, I really don't know exactly what pomegranate tastes like, because I've only had it Have you had in... cranberry juice? Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Oh, okay. That's... See, okay, there you go. It almost tastes like it has a hint of that in fruit punch. Yeah. Like, almost like a cranberry in fruit punch. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy this. Yeah. I like it. Thank so you very I. much, little Dracula can. <laughs> mm. Don't drink it all. Okay. All right, what's next? Candy corn. Okay, candy corn with a werewolf. Why do you think this is the only one that doesn't have any kind of clever name? I guess because you, you kind of can't go off the beaten path with candy corn. It's candy corn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, maybe we could think of something and write them. Okay. All right, ready? Oh, wow. This is yellow because it just sprayed out of the can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. That tastes exactly like candy corn. It does. I don't okay. That. Now listen, candy corn is a powerful candy. Its power over me is great. No, candy corn is good-ish in small doses. I hate candy corn. It's more festive for me. <laughs> I don't like it. it well, <laughs> it's my sister's favorite candy, but I it's gross to me. Now, nah, well, it's one this of those. Doesn't taste completely like candy corn though. Well, it's like candy corn liquefied with a mm. little bit of a carbonation in there. I think the carbonation makes it more soda type, like soda type tasting. I'm trying to think of what. Yeah, I guess it is like. Mm. You know why? Because it reminds me of cream soda a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is not a fan of the cream soda yeah, over I don't here. Like that, it's either. the least. Well, I won't be thirst quenching soda. One. Yeah, no, I probably won't be finishing <laughs> it either. But well, I I used to love candy corn when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Until I kind of rethought it. Like I, I said like one the time, the way it looks. The look of it. Oh yeah, it's like a little, classic look. Yeah, multicolored Halloween parking yeah. cones. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what. I, but <laughs> you know, it's like what one of the podcasts I mentioned how I tasted butterscotch, and I was like, I, mm-hmm. I thought of the name and was like, it tastes like butter, and I didn't really care for it after that. Yeah. With candy corn, I had the same realization, except I just tasted it, and I don't know, it wasn't necessarily in the name, but something about it, I thought this is a really powerful taste. Mm-hmm. Like I have to eat it in small bits. Right. So that's what the soda would be like. I'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'll finish it just because that's the nature of who I am. Oh, okay. But, um, you know, I I think that I would rather any of the other flavors. Yeah. Well, those are the only two that I've tasted before. Oh wow! So okay. I haven't tasted the next two. Okay. So the next two, what so is what we'll is go this? with a uh, lemon drop dead, which is our mummy. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that one is clear. Oh, maybe like a sprite. Maybe. Mm. Tastes like motor oil. No, I'm kidding. I'm just. No. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Sierra Mist, I think. It's it's it is. It's more. It's more lemony. Whereas I think those sodas mm. are lemon lime. Yeah. So yeah, th- it takes right. kind of the bite down on it. This is more tart, like lemon. Well, mm. which obviously. They chose to name it what they named it. It's like a lemon drop. Have you ever had the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. what are they called? Sour heads? 
Sour Patch Kids? No, no, no. The candy. Oh. Lemonheads. Oh, yeah. Sour Heads. <laughs> you ever have one of them Sour Head candies? <laughs> no, uh, Lemonheads. It's like almost like a Lemonhead candy soda. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I can drink that one. But it's lighter. What I really like about these sodas is that even though these tastes can be really strong, mm. like these flavors, like lemon and um, even the candy corn, is a little pulled back a notch. Mm. It doesn't taste so overbearing like a cheap grape soda or something. Right, yeah. It's a very light taste, and so I like that one a lot. So far, my favorite's the vampire pomegranate. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll remain my favorite. Next is old Spookiwi. There's four <laughs> O's in it. Spookiwi. Wequiem for a dream. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse me. I'm going to... There's nothing else in my stomach. <laughs> so the carbonation just hit me like a ton of, nice. ton of carbonated bricks. All right. Here we go. This is the Frankenstein's monster-themed Spookiwi. You know what would be funny? Hmm. Have Frankenstein... Dr. Frankenstein in a regular size can, or, or I'm saying in like this little can, and have uh, Frankenstein's monster <laughs> in a regular size soda can That's and sell them, in a, yeah, sell them in a two-pack. Yeah, that'd be funny. Okay, and the flavor of this one is the kiwi, obviously. Mm-hmm. It. Wow. That's really good. That tastes a lot like a... It does taste like kiwi, actually. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You know what would be really good? That's weird. What? Weird good or weird no likey? Mm, I'm not sure yet. I mean, I like kiwi. It's mm. just... I would like to mix these with other things. Mm-hmm. I would like to mix perhaps two of the sodas together. Maybe some pomegranate kiwi. Maybe. That could be delightful. Maybe we'll get or a cup and do with that. with Coca-Cola and get some kind of special flavor. There you go, like a... Your own flavor instead of cherry Coke. Yeah. There's a word for the syrup they put in Coke at restaurants to make it cherry Coke, and I forget what it's called, but they don't have actual cherry Coke on tap. They just have this syrup Yeah, that goes in it. I thought it was just like cherry juice that they put in. No, I think it's like a syrup. Oh, like a, a special kind of Yeah, thing. like a flavoring. Hmm. But um, I was thinking that in that same way that they put in the syrup, you could put in any one of these flavors uh-huh. and kind of mix and match it. You know, what? at um, Sonic's, they have all those different flavors. Oh, man. My girlfriend is the one who introduced me to the fact that Sonic, uh-huh. not the Hedgehog, but the fast food place. If, right. Well, I'm just saying, because, you yeah. know, we talk about Sonic Hedgehog a lot. Yeah. But if you've never been to Sonic for their drinks, apparently that's what their claim to fame is. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But either. they have <laughs> hundreds of combinations, and um, it's really tasty, some of the things you can do there. And she showed me some of those. Oh, man, they're really good. Check them out. And and they do almost like freezes, like where it's like a lot of crushed ice, and then they'll put in like Sprite and then a flavor. Uh-huh. Very good. Um, so it's not just drinks like you go there and they have all different flavors of Coke. It's like we're burping like madmen over here. That's you, not me. Oh, I thought you burped. You didn't? No, I sniffed. Oh, it looked like you turned your head. I thought you just had more coos than me. Well, Which you is, did too. You're yeah. just loud. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it looked like you were proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, uh, let's go ahead and check in with our co-host.
Okay, so my producer said that I went too long in my last segment, so uh, how about this? I'll make it quick. Knock, knock. Who's there? I am going to suck the blood of my agent until he is dead. Back to the Motogeek nerds. Anyway, in any event, try out Sonic's drinks. Um, if you've never uh, been there, go to their drive-thru and check out some of the combinations they have. You might find a favorite. I did. There's a podcast I listen to, and the guy, he, he records it as he drives to work every day, or once a week um and he always stops at sonic and he gets a diet coke with lime and so yeah. just hearing that over and over i was like oh, i gotta try that he likes it so much that was a no-go <laughs> well you, you don't really like diet soda i can drink it it's okay but yeah. i mean if i have to but with lime it, it no was, no dice it was not good for check me check out sprite with um if you like pomegranate i think they have mm-hmm. some kind of pomegranate flavoring i think they also have um uh, pomegranate flavor i think it's like one like that if not just try it with fruit punch flavoring uh-huh. or with strawberry but those two mixed together uh-huh very good i'll actually i'll ask shonda hmm. what her the thing that she turned me on to was because i forget it's been so oh, long okay. but um how about can i pause the podcast for a second and you go get me a cup and i mix two of these together no <laughs> <laughs> please sure okay all right, so we pause the show, and we each have a cup now. Actually, glasses. We both have glasses. Mm. Um, I'm going to do... Well, what are you going to do? I'll do whatever you do. Okay, Spook Kiwi, which is okay. the Frankenstein's Monster Kiwi, mm-hmm. and Buried Pomegranate, which is the Pomegranate. Okay, brand. yes. Seriously. These guys sit and mix soda for like 10 minutes and they recorded it and they were going to make you listen to it so i figured this would be a good chance for me to spare you what i had to listen to in the cutting room so we're actually going to jump back in with something that i remember fondly from my childhood so we'll jump back in right now all right so of course in the tradition of all middle schoolers everywhere at like um you know school dances or wherever you're at parties birthday parties i have to do a suicide i have to mix all of them okay okay so first comes the pomegranate dracula oh wait ah crumb i had a bunch of stuff in there i didn't finish Uh, oh no i'll just pour mine in are you gonna do the rest of each one no 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 just a little bit one two three now comes the lemon one two three the Spook Kiwi. One, two, three. And just a little bit of candy corn. Uh-huh. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. It looks rather like a clear orange juice. It looks like urine. Oh, wow. I, mine is a... You know what I just realized? Mine is a colored Coca-Cola glass. So I have a, <laughs> yeah. a blue tint to everything. You, you're right. That sure does. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cheers. Here's to monster urine. Hey. All right. Okay, you know what would be incredible? Mm. All the all the flavors kind of blend together. I can't really pick one out. Yeah. But what would be awesome is I need this to be a Saturday morning cartoon show in the 80s. On the label, it says, warning, never mix all four together. <laughs> and when you do, the cans come to life and become the monsters. And I'm like, oh, no. What's up, Lemon Drop Mummy? You know? Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and it seems like something they do in the 80s, like, yeah. Jones Soda, Monster Squad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. 
It's yeah. like, oh, wolf man, stop being so candy corny. <laughs> and he's like, Rrr. or like all cartoon dogs, they don't pronounce their, it's like R is everything. Okay. I don't want man. I almost spit that out. Oh, yeah, that would have been that would have been detrimental to your <laughs> electronics that are sitting all in front of you. Yeah. So anyway, overall, what would you think? How much was this? Let's finish the review. In other words, how much was each pack? Yeah, they come in four packs. Yeah, two dollars. Oh, that's not bad. No, just like a fun little treat. They had uh, two other flavors there. They're in um, glass bottles. Uh-huh. But those were four dollars each, so I didn't. I didn't get them. And I'm sorry, will you say they had the same flavors or different flavors? No, they were different flavors. Of what? Do you remember what kinds? I don't. I don't know. One was clear and one was white. Hmm. Someone told me that they have a uh, around Thanksgiving. They have a four pack <sighs> that is. Um, uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Ugh. Yeah, they said they have one that tastes like gravy. They have one that Ugh. tastes like mashed potatoes. One that Ooh. tastes like turkey, and one that tastes like stuffing. I would never, ever. I wouldn't even want to try that. I'd try it if we find them. If you find them, get them, and I'll try them. All right. So overall, I think they're great. I think they're fun. Um, let me see here on the back. Pass me that Coca-Cola um, can bottle. Yeah. I'm just looking here at the nutritional facts. Now, let's see here. There's more sugar in a small can of this than in a full bottle of <laughs> eight ounce Coke. Seriously? Well, wait a second. They're both eight ounces. Yeah. This is just smaller shaped. That's very clever of Coke. I know we've talked about Coca-Cola's branding before, uh-huh. but it's very clever that they've taken this small squat can and said, well, you know, why don't we just add it to our brand and make everybody recognize Coke as a bottle? <laughs> anyway, so this is the same. So Jones has more calories, has more <laughs> sodium, more carbohydrates, more sugars. But it's just, I guess it's just more decadent made with real sugar so in any event i would say give these a try where'd you get them target target all i don't right. know if they have them anywhere else that's the only place that i've seen them all right we'll go out to target spend two bucks get some jones soda um these would be great to um try your own little taste testing or mix with other things but i'd say try them out yeah they're pretty good yeah excellent all right one two Freddy's coming for you. Freddy, my fish? Exactly. I had a fish named Freddy when I was younger, and I brought him from Pennsylvania to Florida, and he died right when we crossed the state line. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, he was a goldfish. Yeah. Yeah, so he's probably going to... um, That would be scary. He's coming for me? I gotta get out of here. (laughs) He would flop in, and I'd just... I'd feel sad. I'd be like, oh, bud. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But which Freddy, Jason, is coming for me? Kruger. Really? Yep. And uh, he's coming to me in theaters all around the nation? That's true. Is this another remake? It is. Yes, it is. A remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. We just watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Can I start by saying that I've never seen the original? Really? Yeah, really. <sighs> Disappoint me. I've never seen the original. <sighs> um... So you want to know what I thought? Yeah. I, I was I was kind of with it until the very end of the trailer when it showed him. And then I heard him speak. 
and then I was not with it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he um what it's very different than any of the trailers or like clips from movies I've seen before where Freddy's very jokingly playing with his prey. Mhm. And he's got that voice that is um theatrical. Yeah. You know, he's very in love with what he does. Mhm. He enjoys it. Um, it looks like in this one, I don't know if this is how it is in the original, just from the trailer of this, it looks like they're making him seem innocent. Yeah. Which... He could have been lying, though. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, that's... It just, you know, I just thought... Well, yeah, that's how it's making it seem, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's not in the movie, though. Yeah, probably not. But what is different from this than the original? Like, why? When, When you saw his face and heard him talking, why didn't you like it? For one, um, it, he looks realistically burned. I noticed that, too. There's nothing special or unique about it, nothing iconic. Yeah. It's just like a burnt man. Yeah. They're taking all the fantasy out of it, again. With yeah, all they're... these remakes and everything, they're taking everything special out of it. Yeah, the way he looks. And his voice is just dull and kind of awkward. Yeah. I guess this, which is tough for the actor playing Freddy Krueger, because you're tasked with recreating an icon, and you don't want to just copy the old one. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, it's like if they if if they do remake The Dark Knight in twenty years, you know, are you going to want someone to act just like Heath Ledger? Probably, because <laughs> that's what you know is the Joker on film. Yeah, you know. So, I don't know, though. I I haven't seen the first one, but I know that this one looked really cool up until they showed him, I agree. Yeah. Because I thought that they were purposely holding it back Mm -hmm. and not showing how he was. Yeah. You know, like, and then they were going to bring it to where they were going to, they were going to change it for the better. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, uh, evolve him to where it's like, oh, yeah, that's the Freddy I know. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. (coughs) And um, I didn't see anything, like, anything that was dreamlike in the trailer which i hope that that's just because they were holding that back that maybe but it i mean even when you saw people in their dreams it all still looked just realistic like yeah there's nothing bizarre or anything out of, out of the ordinary yeah whereas in the other ones i know that he do wacky stuff yeah. and turn into things yeah. and yeah they went really creative with it so i don't know so we'll see i mean i I'm not real. I was like, wow, this thing's going to make a lot of money just because it's Freddy Krueger, so a lot of people are going to see it. But if they start getting negative response based on the way he looks and even just the talking in the trailer, people will be less interested. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm I'm sure it'll still make a lot of money. Yeah. That's like even um, when we looked at that uh, those pinhead concepts. Yeah. That was going like a more realistic route. Yeah. Which for and, any of you guys uh, who didn't, I, I don't know if that ever made it on a show. I think it did. Didn't? I don't know. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. But I know. Oh. I don't know if it did. But it was like one of our first. Oh. I think it was our test show. Yeah, maybe. The idea is this, that um, they were redoing Hellraiser and they were doing uh, Pinhead, but it was totally generic and it looked like just run of the mill. It didn't have any real good character design to it. They used like blood was coming out of the pins and stuff. Yeah. And, eh, I don't know. Like nails. Yeah, they, they were, were giant. Large. It looked like something out of 13 Ghosts. That's what it was. Yeah, I don't remember that movie much. But but anyway, we were just thinking, eh. So it's the same thing with Freddy. They're like, eh. 
So I don't know. Again, until I see more, I'm like, okay, I'm not really a huge horror fan like you are. Mm-hmm. So to me, when this movie comes along, it's like, okay, if I have a chance to see it, I'll see it. But I'm not like, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. You know. The um, the remake of Friday the 13th, I liked how Jason looked in that. I mean, yeah. it's kind of, I kind of feel like, how can you mess up Jason? Yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of realistic. What Put him in like. space. <laughs> oh, hey. Gotcha. There you go. Give him a nanite mask of yeah. steel. Oh. Oh man, I spent money on that. Oh, I blame you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. We're talking about Jason X. Yeah. Anyway. Um so as 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 more comes out, we'll 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 keep an eye on it and things, but I'm not too extra excited about this one. I, I thought this was one that they like I had hopes for this one and they've been squashed. Oh, well. Hopefully they will be. I just wonder like what they're going to do with unsquashed. With Chucky cuz they're remaking Child's Play. They'll probably make him a real doll. Well, I mean, that's what he was like and No, you original. know he grew into a much cooler looking like almost cartoony version with like teeth and eyes like in the first one he was more like a my buddy. That's what I'm talking about. The yeah. original. Yeah, that's not as cool to me as the one with the crazy, you know, facial expressions and the Well, he had that in the first one. It just he, didn't he seem as well between. made. Mm. Like it, not not the film. I mean the 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 doll didn't look as well, neat. What to do me. you want? It's yeah. You like the the later Chucky where he's all cut up and yeah, that's cool to me. I Why? Well, I, I mean, I like that design too. I'm just saying that's what you're talking about. Yeah, more yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. I don't know. So well, we'll see as this thing goes on. But um, by this thing, I'm referring to. <laughs> Another horror remake that they're doing, so we'll just put it in the list of ones that are like, okay, maybe. I still say we go back to our Plague Doctor. Go back to him? No, no, not not in the show, but I oh. mean, I'm just thinking, like, if we just saw a trailer about a Plague Doctor that oh, was well God. done, we'd be like, whoa, what I is wish. that? Uh, I want it so bad. Yeah, I know. So, well, we'll make it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I just wish. follow me, kid. I'll follow you. <laughs> now for Swig of Jones. <laughs> Okay, so we just watched a trailer for a film that is coming out on Halloween. Um, it is called... This is hilarious to me. It is actually called The House of the Devil. Mm-hmm. Now, before you think, what are you doing? I'll just say right away, it doesn't really interest me. Really? It looks... real. It's not bad. I just am like, eh. It, it kind of looks like it's from... In a good way, they redid it. But it, it looks like something from the late seventies, early eighties. Like well, that's with what, the hair and the That's what they're going for. Which is good. No, no, that's the only thing that I'm like, that looks really cool. I like that. Uh-huh. Other than that, it just seems kind of run of the millish. Really? Well, I don't know. I just I, there were a lot of those in the seventies and eighties, you know? I know, and this is a new one. That's exciting. It's yeah. not a remake or any I'm excited about it. Well, that's it's cool. something new. Yeah, that's true. Newish. What is um the plot? What's, I don't know. Oh, she's uh, well. The, the idea is this <laughs> because I'm thinking the I listeners. Think that, well, the listeners didn't just see the trailer, so maybe we should yeah. set it up a little bit. This woman, she just gets an apartment, I guess, and she needs money to pay for the first first month's rent, and she sees an ad for a babysitter needed, and so she responds to it and finds out when she gets to the house that they 
actually don't have a child. They want her to house sit is what I got from it. Right. And then after that, I, what do you, I don't know. Yeah, no, it just turns out that uh, there's probably some wackiness going on in the basement. With Satan. <laughs> yeah. It's I like don't know. a satanic thriller. Like um, A satanic thriller. <laughs> like a Satan School for Girls. Have you ever seen that? No. Yeah. See, I'm well, not really. <laughs> well, that's, I'm not really into the Satan thing and the devil thing and that stuff. I don't really do that level of horror. I don't think it's. I don't think. First of all, it's usually accurately represented. Not that I want it to be, but it's usually like they're like, you know what we can do? Let's make it the devil. And it's like it's usually just kind of made up and you know wacky. Well, and, it's a movie. Yeah. No, you're right. I just. I, I guess I'm not really into that. I'm not into the. Satan's this and the devil's that and all mm-hmm. that. I don't know. It just that's usually the kind of horror that gets like to where I'm like, eh, okay, like you'll see pentagrams and that's scary, and it's like you'll see robed figures and that's scary. I don't know. I, it looked like there were some creatures in it. Yeah. No. Maybe I'm excited about it. Well, good. And I'm not trying to step on that. I just hey, don't step on me. <laughs> don't step on me. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about is, um. Let me bring it up here. They are bringing... <laughs> no, I can't... Okay, they're bringing Ghouls and Ghosts onto the iPhone. Wow. Have you played that game? I have. It's that difficult. Game, it's so hard. With with standard, like, button controls. Really? No, that's how hard it is. It's hard oh, I, even I thought... with the standard controls is what I'm saying. In my head, I was like, how are they going to do that on no, the iPhone? No. Well, I have <laughs> seen a device that they have that wraps around the phone and it has buttons on it. Oh, cool. But um, this will have on-screen buttons. See, that sounds ludicrous. Yeah. Okay. It sounds impossible. Have you ever beaten that game? No. No, I've never either. But I don't I heard... even think I've gotten to the third stage. It's so hard. It's difficult. Here's the thing about that. If you <laughs> play this game... And then you beat it. What happens is at the end of Ghouls and Ghosts, the the huge king of goblins or whoever it is the ghoul or whatever he is is standing yeah. there, the one on the cover. Uh-huh. He's standing there, and you pretty much have to beat the game again. Like you just ha 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 ha, and you have to beat it again on a harder difficulty. How do you know? Um, it was in a Game Informer. Oh, the top ten like worst video game endings. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Yeah. I think if I got to that point, I would just consider it beat. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's a difficult game, and I don't I don't even know why they would do this. I mean, I'm sure people will buy it. I may even buy it, actually, but... Yeah, <laughs> you, you will. Now, do you just think... because it's cool, but... It, I, don't, I don't know. I hardly ever beat the first level. It's just... It's very difficult. And I'm good at platformers. Right. 2D platformers, but... It's a hard one. I was thinking of ghosts and goblins, ghosts and goblins, which I think was on the NES, and I think Ghouls and Ghosts was on. Wasn't that on like sixteen-bit systems? Perhaps, perhaps. So I think I think it is in the same. Like you said, it's in the same series. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I was thinking, but I don't know. So then I don't know if it's mm-hmm. the same thing for that. But I know in Ghosts and Goblins, it's really hard, and. It, you go to the final boss, but instead of getting a happy ending, you got to just play through the whole thing again. Ugh. And it's even harder. It's rough. Yeah, that is rough. <laughs> so there's something scary for you in October. Yeah. This has been the October cast number one. Yes. Of five. Of five.
Um, and as always, you can reach us on the website, www.multigeekshow.com. How else, Jason? On Twitter, twitter.com slash multigeekshow. And on Facebook. And uh, it's a little harder to find us on Facebook. We're a strange long URL. Yeah. But we're working on that. And uh, if you do a search for multigeek on Facebook, you'll find us. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always email us at multigeekshow at gmail.com. So... This has been our first show for October, and we're going to close it out by taking it to our guest host, who's going to uh, give you some fun facts about October. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. (laughs) Facts about October. Oh, man, I'm so glad I got out of there. Okay, so I talked to my agent, and things are looking good. Uh, He gave me a new address. I just have to go into this rickety, abandoned warehouse, and... uh, Make sure no one has known my whereabouts. And, uh, okay, let's see here. Hello, Frank. I'd like to play a game. My name's not Frank. My name is Borneo. Frank is my agent's name. Oh, I see what he did there. Good play, Frank. Good play. Hey, you with the funny voice. You look like a boy George Goth puppet. Is this Halloween treat? Creatures on the prowl tonight. Features fair and foul tonight. They'll meet you there to howl tonight. At Disney's Halloween treat. Black cats and bats and ghosts. Make most attractive hosts.